a.k.a. Shorty Doo-Wop. I was feeling that little tune. <laughs> um, today, I am going to be speaking on the dollar dollar bill, y'all. The moolah, bank rolls, Benjamin Franklin's, buckaroos, that cheddar, that cheese, whatever you call it. I am going to be speaking about money. All right, so Real quick, don't give it any thought. Just answer this to yourself. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word money? Whatever your answer is, it says a lot about where you are or where you intend to be in life. Was your answer leaning more towards negative feelings or positive? Like, for me, the moment I hear the word money, I immediately think abundance. And abundance just means a very large quantity of something. It's plentiful. Like, even people with a lot of money, they want more, right? Can you agree that we all in some sort of way want more money? And hey, it may not be a lot more money that you want. Maybe it's just a little bit more. But I will say this, with all aspects of life, do not ever think small. Always think big. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with thinking big, dreaming big, going big, having big. Because the more that you speak small and say, you know, words like, oh, just a little bit, or it would, it would be nice to just have a little bit more of this or no, say a lot, say a lot more. Even if a little bit more would please you in you know in the long run, then okay, hey, so be it. But speak big into your existence, okay? Because your words are going to manifest. And if you continue to say small, then small is going to be your result. I know for me, like growing up, I would view money as something scary because I've seen people with a lot of money and they acted different. And I knew I I didn't want that for myself. But in retrospect, I've seen people with very little money and would do anything to have more. So it would scare me. I knew I needed money to survive in, you know, more ways than one Because, well, that is just the world that we live in. And sometimes I still ponder on how and why a piece of colorful paper could hold so much power. But then I I thought about it and I realized it's not the actual paper that is powerful, but yet who is holding the paper, right? We, the people, hold the power, Money cannot circulate or make the world go around if we don't allow it. For me, the only time I feel money can still be scary is 
when I see it controlling someone, like I spoke of earlier. It still sometimes gets to me like it used to when I grew up. And the thing you have to know and remember is money works for you. You don't work for money. And I know some of you may just have said, huh? Like, yeah, I do work for money. Yeah, you may clock in somewhere because the ultimate goal is to receive a paycheck, but you are not working for money. You're working for whatever company, you know, signs your paychecks. You're working for Billy, Bob, Sarah, and Joe. You're not working for money. Money is the objective, but that's not who or what you are working for. Okay, so you have to keep that in mind when you look at money, when you think about money and why and how money is working for you. If the only reason you are clocking in is for a piece of paper, then you're doing this whole thing called life all wrong. You are not working for money, but rather working to fulfill like a monetary void within your life. And you can fulfill this void in many ways. I mean, to be honest, the ultimate goal is to achieve multiple streams of income and enjoy life while doing so. If every day your routine consists of you walking into your workplace, clocking in and becoming a robot, then what is it exactly that you are trying to get out of your life. Is that your purpose? Are you supposed to just be clocking in somewhere and becoming somebody's robot? That you just, you're so in routine that you you, you could probably know ex- like how many steps it takes to get to the first station or wherever, your, your desk or however. And that's sad. That's scary. That should not be your reality. And If it is, I send prayers to you and I really ask of you to please reach out to me so that we can figure out some sort of game plan so that you are no longer this robot. You deserve more. You are worth so much more than that routine that you live in every single day. Because when you walk into a place that you spend an average of 40 to 60 hours a week And many people work so much more than that. But on average, that's an average of 160 to 240 hours a month. And let's not even get into the exact amount of hours in a year, but it's well over 7,000 hours, you know, and that, that place that you spend all this time in should be adding positivity to your life, not just money to your pockets, let alone not just money and stress. How about that? (laughs) Even if you do get a decent amount of money on your paycheck, it still doesn't equate to the value of your life. Those hours that I just mentioned, those are hours of your life. So with all due respect, you are wasting your life away. And I don't think a lot of people understand how vital that is and how serious that statement is. Wasting your life away is the ultimate worst thing you can do to yourself, for yourself, within your soul. However, it's 
horrible. We were not born to just, you know, work and pay bills, eat and sleep. We were born to live a life full of love, prosperity, and purpose. And look, I get it. It's easier said than done many, many times, I know. But all I am saying is if you are going to spend those many hours in one place, make the absolute best of it. Make sure you are growing inside that facility day in and day out. Do not waste your life along with your time. If you are absolutely stuck because you're a tree planted in the ground, right? It's a little sarcasm there. But if this is you, you ultimately just know you cannot leave this place. This is it for you. Then you better be growing internally every single day in that place. Do not just become a fly on the wall that gets some money. Do not. You are worth so much more than that. When, when you're inside of these facilities or, you know, whatever, and you say you work around a lot of people, then make sure you are picking brains. Watch and analyze your surroundings constantly because the universe is always showing you a better way. If, if you have downtime at your place of employment, organize the area you spend the most time in. Whether it's a cubicle or you're standing at a register and total, total sidebar right now. But if you work with the register, especially at a grocery store, can you please clean the belt that customers put their items on? I don't know what it is nowadays. You know, me growing up when I was 17 years old, I worked at a supermarket and I was a cashier. And without being told, I constantly was cleaning the belt. I made myself so useful by cleaning that belt and cleaning the pin pad, especially with this huge outbreak and outburst of a virus that has already been around for so long, but it's so new to many ears. And, you know, it's the coronavirus and I'm sure everyone has heard about it now, but there's way more viruses than, than that that are deathly and that, that can continue to make you extremely ill on a day-to-day basis if it's not taken care of if you don't get rid of it and by simply doing things in the public especially if you work with and for the public do your due diligence and clean your area please I so many times go into places and you know I'm being taken care of and I see while I'm waiting in line or when I'm you know walking up that the register belt is so dirty. The conveyor belt is so dirty. And the person is just there on their phone and, you know, just living a good little life in there. And I'm just like, man, I don't even want to set myself down on this. Like, how do you look at this? And you're grabbing these items from this belt and you don't see nothing wrong with this. You know, don't let this be you, please. We have to do better within our communities, guys. You don't like to go to a place and see how filthy and dirty it is. So you have to be that customer on the other side also. You have to treat people and your environment the way that you would want to be treated, the way you would appreciate an establishment to be when you walk in. Sorry, I I know I just got way off topic, but... As you can see, that's something that just truly irks me. Laziness to me is just blah. 
can't deal with it. And, you know, some of you may be like, oh, well, cleaning is not going to do anything for me. Uh, Yeah, it does. It's very beneficial to our lifestyles. You just have to realize that that's a beneficial thing for you to, to do, to be active, to constantly move your body, to clean. And another thing that cleaning does, it helps you organize your mind and your thoughts. Because while you're cleaning, you know, if you're not cleaning and thinking about that you're cleaning, you're thinking about so many other things. So if you can refocus your mind when you're cleaning to think about things that are beneficial for you, you are helping yourself while you are cleaning. You can clean out your mind while you're physically dusting something or wiping something down. You can organize your thoughts in a way that better suits your life, that helps you become a more stabilized thinker and especially if you know you're gonna be just standing there sitting there scrolling through your phone scrolling mindlessly through social media and checking the same emails that you are like oh I forgot to erase this yesterday maybe I should erase it today no that's not what you need to spend your time doing those emails are not important your area exactly where you stand the air that you are breathing at that very moment is what is important and you have to occupy yourself and your time more efficiently so that you can grow as an individual think about your finances while you are cleaning but when you think about your finances, don't navigate towards anything negative. Do not start thinking about how you despise your bills, how I wish I wasn't so broke or how am I going to pay for this? And man, I really need some more money for that. Or, you know, how am I going to make more money? I bet you this paycheck isn't going to be nothing. Oh, I should have just called off yesterday, but then I wouldn't have been able to make money. Whatever it is that's negative to you when you think of money, get it out and get it out right now. Do not ever correlate money and negativity together because that is what it's always going to be for you. You have to stop looking at money as something negative. And I know that, you know, the saying goes, money is the root of all evil. And no, that is not true. Money is not the root of all evil. What makes money evil is the people. We, the people, is who holds the power to make money evil. That piece of paper isn't doing absolutely anything if it's not for the person holding the paper doing something with that money that then in turn makes that money evil. So you have to be careful. When you are out here talking about money is the root of all evil, you are giving that money the power to be something negative to your life. If you are scared of money, if having too much money makes you get the EBGBs or whatever, then you are pushing money away from you. If you think of money in a bad light, you are going to bring bad energy and bad vibes towards you and your finances. And we all know that nobody can truly afford to have financial stress. And so why would you want to attract that? The law of attraction is something that is crucial and you have to be careful 
You cannot keep thinking about money as something negative. You have to give it affirmations of positivity. You have to speak positive when it comes to money so that you can attract an abundance of it or even just attract it in a sense to where everything that you want to be paid will be paid without you stressing your whole life out about, without you living a paycheck to paycheck, penny to penny, so that you can build your savings to an actual savings, so that you don't have to make these extra payments for a life insurance policy. You can have whatever it is that you need put to the side. So when that time comes for you, because our time will come, you don't have to lay down the policy law to your family like hey my pal- my policy is this you can find it here no you can just have a savings account to bury you and have your family be well off then so that they can you know mourn for your death properly and not have to struggle with your debt if that's the case you have a lot of debt and you know you're trying to take care of certain things along those lines then you need to speak money affirmations. I I read a book um, that was called Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. Um, I'm not sure if I pronounced his last name correctly, but it's K-A-H-N-E-M-A-N. And Daniel, again, was the first name. And this book really broke down the psychological aspect of money and how we think about it, and the do's and don'ts on thinking about it. And I feel it's something that a lot of people could benefit from, including myself. I did. I I did. I read this book, and I was like, you know what? It made so much sense to me, and I was glad because I used to say certain things like that were mentioned in the book, and I noticed when I would feel so negative and down because I was allowing this you know material piece of paper control my mind and make me feel that you know life is so horrible because I need to have more money no life is great and I will attract more money money is going to be a magnet towards me I am going to be full of money I'm going to have so much money that I'm not going to know what to do with it, that I am going to be forced to have to save it because what other things can I do with all this money that I am attracting into my life? And the shift about it is you cannot make more money or attract wealth and abundance into your life if you suffer from believing that you don't deserve it. Any negative thoughts that you may have that are like, oh, I don't deserve it or I'm not worthy of it. Anything like that along those lines, if you think of it in that aspect, in that light, then that's going to keep you hostage to your financial situation. You are self-limiting yourself by thinking in those wavelengths. You have to think big. You have to believe in your financial prosperity. The good news is, is that the self-limiting beliefs, they stem from your ego, not you. Your ego wants to yell and complain and show you how to stand up for yourself. Your ego wants justice and payback and entitlement. Your ego wants you to be the victim and feel bad about your situation and tell everyone you meet about it in great detail. Your ego worries you'll never ever make more money. Your ego 
is stressed out about your future prospects. And the good news is that you are not your ego. Your ego is a deranged and judgmental part of you that you must learn to carefully and successfully ignore if you want happiness, inner peace, abundance, and wealth. No one can make this change for you. And I don't condone violence by any means, but when it comes to your ego, you need to take your ego by the neck and choke it out and face it like, look, you need to stop. I am better than my circumstances. I am better than my financial struggles. I am better than the debt that I have. And you need to take control of that situation. Do not allow your ego to to have all this power over your life to it, it keeps you planted in this situation and it allows you to believe that there's nothing better than what's happening with you right now that this is it this is the best you're gonna get and that is not true start speaking money affirmations to yourself and if if you need help with that i'm gonna list a couple and you can you know research some on your own figure out whatever ones work for you write them down put them on sticky notes when you wake up read them when you're brushing your teeth read a sticky note put some in a book in a pocket of your coat or whatever somewhere to where it's easily accessible and you can bring it out and remind yourself that you are greater than your financial struggle please do so. So some money affirmations that I actually say to myself on a daily basis are, I am a magnet for money. Prosperity is drawn to me. I move from poverty thinking to abundance thinking. I am worthy of making more money. I embrace new avenues of income. I only think positive when it comes to money. My actions create constant prosperity. Money is the root of joy and comfort. Money and spirituality can coexist in harmony. Money and love can be friends. These are just a few things that I have written down and many of them I've you know already memorized and I just tell myself that. I wake up and I do my, my meditating, I pray, I'm thankful for my moments of waking up that my eyelids had opened and here I am having another day and being blessed and I speak money affirmations. I, I get ready and I walk out that door or if I stay home, you know, working from home that day, I know that money's gonna come to me. I'm not gonna sit there and worry anymore and you have to gain this in your life within your home, within your financial situation. You have to do this for you. It's important and it's vital if you want to have prosperity and abundance in your life in a way that you have never imagined. Now you need to start imagining it. You need to start thinking big. And with that, I am going to close this episode. Like I always say, change your perspective, change your attitude, change your mind, and you change your life. I believe in you. So believe in you too. Until next time, I'm out. We're taking our shot from what you got. We're going on.
Crowd. Everybody's jumping around 